I then got to a point where I kept pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. And I never got back to it. And because I never got back to it, uh, I'm kind of losing my streaming because I got other shit I need to watch. Ready the Armada. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to the podcast where we deep dive into the movie news of the week featuring reviews and analysis for the more socially conscious moviegoer. Join us as we share our honest, in-depth, and hilarious perspective on today's biggest movies, comics, and pop culture. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. Jesus, I legit felt like I was in a damn movie theater. I know. It got me very excited for yeah. this upcoming weekend to go yeah, and see Guardians. We actually haven't heard that, yes. that intro in a in a while. In a minute. February. Yeah. And at yeah, one point, we were hearing it every other fucking week. And so. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> true yeah or some variation on a theme happy everybody is joining us for another marvelous monday edition of films of black and white uh thank you to those who are tuning into the live stream remember you can tune into the live stream wherever you find us on our social media pages uh that's where we will be and we also have a very special bonus episode for our patty family immediately following this uh you got the deets head there check that out it will post later for the rest of y'all but in order to do this right and in order to do it well, I got to make sure everybody's thoroughly welcomed and included and brought into this space. And I'm going to kick it on down to a one Marcus J. Destin, a.k.a. a Marcus Mighty Morphin Destin. Marcus, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. You know what I mean? We're here. I'm on a lot of bullshit today. Um, oh, I just want to let good. you know from the rip, any any type of production, any type of like any type of, you know, order. I, I'm feeling real monkey wrenches today. Um, no black pun intended or racial slur intended. But um didn't even, didn't even go there. But yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. I just had thanks, thanks for the, the clarification. Got a nip it in the butt. Got a nip it in the butt. <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling a lot of bullshit today. Uh the name is Mighty Morphin because I was looking for a way to stream Power Ranger episodes. Okay. Um, the last time we talked about this, I think we we, it was on Amazon Prime, but went on TikTok and the algorithm heard me. And there's a guy who has uploaded every single episode of every Power Ranger on YouTube for free. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. incredible. Not all heroes it. wear capes. I oh, know. my God. Yeah. I'm currently That's... watching Power Ranger Zio right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. How does it, how does it, how does it feel? To be able to dive down that rabbit hole. That's like an itch that you just had, were able to scratch. How's that feel? You know, it's a very specific itch. And to be honest, after watching Once and Always, like Once a Ranger, Always yeah. a Ranger on Netflix, uh-huh. I went back to watch it. And there was a lot more depth to these Power Ranger episodes. Like, it is, it's it's very formulaic, right? Uh-huh. But... There was like they tried to add a little science in there when Billy was in the in the in the with Zordon and he couldn't right. be on the team, but he was the scientist behind the scenes and shit. They tried to do they gave Tommy a whole arc where he got broken up with by, yes. by Kimberly in the letter. Yeah, in the original, right? In the in Zio. In she was in Zio? No, she wasn't in Zio. So she left at the end oh. of Mighty Morphin because they were supposed to go to school or she was going to college. Yeah. Okay. At the top of Zio, and like maybe four episodes in, yeah, she's nowhere to be heard. But apparently, they're doing the long distance thing, and she writes Mm. him a letter saying, "I found the love of my life. Also, you're you're always like a brother to me, and I always love you." And I was like, 
That's got a, John, got, got a John Deere letter, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty fucked up, but oh man, you know, I, to Tommy. I mean, no, they they the one thing I'll give Power Rangers is that it's nuts. Like, I just get that yeah. get that out of the way right away. Like, it's nuts, but I do appreciate that they do try to have some semblance of continuity, or they don't totally yeah. drop things of yes. like, well, we can't. You know why we can't do that, Zach? Right. And Zach's like, you're right. It's because of the the z way I'm like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah. that's right. We also can't duplicate Power Ranger coins. And yeah, and there's like a whole episode about how you can't have two, you know, same color uh-huh. Ranger coins or mm-hmm. same team coins. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can have, if there's different team, it's like, it's yeah. impressive because like as a Star Wars fan, George Lucas didn't give a crap about half of it. And then here's yep. this children's Saturday morning show that's like, no, they no, no. Don't I feel stop it. <laughs> I feel like that's a, I feel like and I'm not I feel like that is from things that were inspired from like the Japanese the Japanese. Yes, absolutely. Because, yeah, because absolutely. Pokemon does the same shit mm-hmm. where yes. it's like, why can't Charizard do that? Well, if you see the sun is not in the utmost position <laughs> and therefore he can't draw the rays. And that's like, exactly the it. Fuck are you? It's a giant. Right. Lid. That's exactly it. Calm down. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's Japanese stuff. I feel. No, no, it's right. And it and it's so my last thing about Power Rangers is like. It's so interesting because that continuity you're talking about, even yeah. as they're transitioning Rangers previously, like when they were Zio, then mm-hmm. Zio went to Turbo with the same set for Mighty Morphin. But then there was a certain point where when they went Turbo Rangers and then they started transitioning, they split halfway in the season to find new Rangers to hand their powers over to. So like That's right. Tommy found Jesus. a new Red Ranger. That was the first black Ranger, the first black person to be the Red Ranger. Like right. they transitioned and then from Turbo to in space, it was the same set, but a new set of Power Rangers. Then they went to space. Like they are very, they are very consistent. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to ruin your whole five minutes. No, of, no, no. I'm glad you said that. It's really interesting. Uh, Marcus, uh, you are also entering the, into finals week. So you made it. How's it feel to sort of be on the other side of it? We're not done yet. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Graduation is this weekend. So ask me again next Monday. I will absolutely be doing that. Yeah. I want you to be ready for that. Uh, but we also need to include Brian Jedi survivor, Roush. How are you feeling, sir? I'm I'm feeling great. Uh, just finished up a project at work and I got like positive feedback. And I, I don't know about other adults, but I feel like as an adult, you do not get a ton of positive feedback. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you did this thing. Great. Moving on. But like I actually have people be like, hey, good now job, do man. these three things. Yeah. Well, there's that, too. But anyway, <laughs> so I was like vibrating from some positive feedback I got oh, earlier today from a good project. Uh, and then, yeah, yes, for those of you joining our live stream. Uh, my tagline is Jedi Survivor because I am playing Jedi Survivor and I'm I'm loving it and I yeah. I played it with every free hour I had this weekend most most free hours I had this weekend yeah. and uh, man it just it feels good to be back it's just such a fun game I love it I'm just going around whacking things with my lightsaber it is. Petting, petting weird little creature animals on planets I can't pronounce. And uh, it's also the last thing I'll say here is this game is just like it knows exactly what Star Wars fans want. And I can just I can customize my lightsaber like I can adjust the degree of which I have like like how the lightsaber shaft comes out and the cross guard. I can adjust the angle of what how I want that cross guard to be in relation to the main saber. So like 
anyway, I'll spend probably a few hours on that. But so just having a great time here. Brian, how do you how do you play your, your, like Star Wars or your games? Are you the type to beat the main story? Don't do any side quests. Don't collect any like or do you do the whole thing 100 percent? So I important caveat before I had kids, I would 100 percent it. No problem. I 100 percented all of the Batman arc, the, the main <laughs> trilogy exactly. of Batman yeah. Arkham you games. To. You yeah. just had to. It was irresponsible yeah, it was, not to. It, those yeah. are like incredible <laughs> games. I could do an entire 15 minute unprompted presentation about how good those oh, games yeah, are. They're great. Uh, yeah. Bonus so. In my life now, though, I my the deal I made with myself because I would like get into this rabbit hole of like I've been playing this game for six months and I like I have so many other games to play. So I'll do the side content as I go along. But once I hit like the end of the main story, uh, I'm good. I'm done. Like I'm not I'm not going to go ticky tack, go back and do stuff like no, I'm going to I'm going to do it when I'm doing it. And then once I hit the end, I'm done. The other reason is because I forget like the controls almost immediately too. So like if I save it for later and you like can't wait forget. a week. Yeah. And these games know. are hard. So like you they can't forget, you can't I mean, forget the controllers settings for this. I like, I have had to resign myself. Like Brian, you can't play it on hard. Like you don't have 60 hours. You don't have 60 hours. You got to play it on normal and it's going to be fine. And you're going to have fun. That's what yep. I did for Marvel midnight suns. And I'm glad I did. Cause I put a hundred, I, I put a, not a hundred close to like 60 hours into that game on normal. Oh and I was like, wow. if I did this on hard, I'd still be playing this. So that was a good yeah. decision. Yeah. So <laughs> Batman was the very first game I thought of those Riddler side missions. And it, and it oh. mattered because the ending, like you didn't yes. get the full ending if you didn't do 100%. Yeah. Oh my ending. gosh. And I remember Arkham city, you get the hush ending. Yes. Um, yes. And you're yes. just like, I, it, like your mind is blown and mm-hmm. then that's in the background of arkham knight which ugh, superb games yeah, superb i games. cheated just i well watched done. the youtube videos which is fine honestly that's not cheating. though if it's you don't level of enjoyment no, some okay, people good. don't have 80 hours to put into a video game no, no. i'm psyched out i'm weird like yeah. I, I i love doing that but i yeah. get it not everybody wants to do that no and nobody yeah and not everybody has that kind of time so that's mm-hmm. very no. very mm-hmm. very true so Douglas? No. But yeah, yeah. Where are you at? Doug? Um, I'm broken. The shrug uh, <laughs> because uh we impromptu decided to rip shrubs out of Ooh. our front yard garden bed this weekend. Folks, he's um, a rogue. And it was a lot more work than I thought it was Super gonna be. Tired. And so <laughs> okay, y'all, you need to understand that there's right. a lit, there's a little bit ever since okay. i started doing crossfit there has been you know those like small changes that people are like oh it's the changes you don't notice and you're like yeah you're right those pants do fit better there is one other small change that has happened is that when something gets hard i celebrate what? and i celebrate oh. quite publicly and so on sunday is there a pill I, for that it's, there's not i there's i tried just like pulling this stump out of the ground and I'm like just ripping it. And I finally get it out of the ground and I put it up over my head and I throw it across the yard. And I, I'm like, I'm like, like, wow, like strutting across because it was a lot of work. And yeah. I whipped around and I gave a finger to the hole in the ground. I was like, yeah, cold Steve Austin. Style. And then I walk inside. She goes and Brittany goes, you're a little dramatic. 
and <laughs> I need you to understand that. And I was like, I know, but it was it was hard. She's like, well, I'm pretty sure the whole like neighborhood heard you. Yeah. What I did not Look. understand is because I had headphones in and was, was listening to music. So I was pulling. Apparently, I was like grunting, trying to like trying trying to pull this thing out of the ground. Um, and I was like. Oh, okay. So yeah, everybody did then yeah. watch me grunt, then yeah, celebrate, and then well, you know struggle. Right. I need but, smelling salts before I yeah. was like gonna go and pull the thing yeah. out of the ground. Um, but other than that, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, your that, body's good. okay. Your body's Got okay. That all done. The yard looks very nice. It's Excellent. weird, but it looks it looks very nice. And so, uh, thing. Yeah. Wrong. Okay. It is what a it little is. a little dramatic. <laughs> a <is>. little. <laughs> it's a little. It's fine. A little? Are we gonna do this now, Roman? We're only twelve think... minutes in. Back and we, and we so Roman Myers for being a Patreon subscriber to Thanks Films again Black and White. Signing up for weekly ridicule. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, it was a good. I also had this moment in the car. You ever have these moments? I feel like I'm doing stand up, but do you ever have these <laughs> moments where you read something that's not dirty and your mind immediately goes to being dirty? All the time. Um, it, I just did it two, five minutes ago when you told that story. I drove by a church today and there was a sign on the church that said, receive my spirit. And I laughed my ass off for probably a block and a half. And I was like, and then I had to stop and I was like, really Doug, the church. Like I like no, that makes it funnier. I, no, it that's does. what made it so funny to me. Because then when you, it's about the inflection. Like if you say like receive my spirit, like that's a very like sermonious type of thing. But if you like receive my spirit like it's very wow. just, God, that just that oh, got really yeah. sensual yeah that just gross. took my headphones off it got gross <laughs> so i realized that about myself which is always nice yeah, so right, yeah well. that, doing great doing great phenomenal uh gentlemen we are going to play our weekly game of catch that quotable let's do it catch that quotable silky sounds of Marcus J. Uh, here's what we got. Are you all ready? We got one coming in hot from the Patreon. Uh, are you all ready for this ready. week's quote? Ready, Freddy. Yes. All right. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I quit. Ha! I resign. Are you getting this completely in your ear? I am profoundly out of here. And this ain't about money. I ain't even complaining about my dry cleaning bill. But hang around with elephants all day and try to keep your clothes clean. Hmm. I'm not quitting the Patreon, by the way. It's just the way it was delivered. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. I quit. I quit. Ha! I resign. Are you getting this completely in your ear? I am profoundly out of here. And this ain't about the money. I ain't even complaining about my dry cleaning bill, but hang around with elephants all day and try to keep your clothes clean. It's interesting. Hang around with elephants all day. So I <sighs> there are two movies for me that this goes to. Okay. okay. The first is the mm. modern remake of Dumbo. Oh, I didn't watch that. I also did not, but I could see them trying to punch it up a little bit. Okay, you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. Dumbo's depressing. I could see them. They made this much more about the circus, and Danny DeVito is in it, so I could see them like trying to punch yeah, it up. A I did bit. not even touch that movie. Okay, what's your second either. movie? Operation Dumbo Drop, which I'm I, I was also thinking about. Dumbo Drop. Okay. Yep. 
that's I was thinking Doctor Doolittle somehow, some way, but oh. maybe the newer version of Robert Downey Jr. Like with Robert Downey Jr. Man, did anybody one. see that? I did, I did not, not see that one either. I so I'm not. guessing Jeez. movies we have. We're not. guessing. We're all guessing movies we, we haven't seen. We have not seen. <laughs> huh? Oh, I was also God. thinking, what's the one? It's not Paul Blart, but he's like, it's David. It's not David Spade. What's his name? Are you thinking the the Watch? Maybe he's a zoo. He's in the zoo. And oh, he, oh, it's not uh, David Spade, actually. It's uh, got my guy from King and Queens. Oh, um, Kevin James. Kevin, Kevin James. James. Yeah. Kevin James. And he was a zookeeper. And I think the animals could talk in there. But I, I, can't, I, I don't think, remember I that feel one. like you're right. And I feel like it's called like okay. the keeper or something, something like that. Like hang, that. On. hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Just. Is the elephants a metaphor? Mm. Is, are we thinking it's it, are they actual real no, literal elephants? Actual elephants? I feel like they're real I actual they're real elephants. elephants. <sighs> I don't. I'm, could be. I'm up a See? Oh man, it could be. I'm gonna lock in Operation Dumbo Drop. I'll go Doctor Doolittle. Okay. I'm good. I go Dumbo. I guess All Dumbo. Right. Okay. Why not? Right. Spread, the, spread right. the gambit. Spread the motherfucking yeah. gambit. Yeah. We're just oh, look at us. We were all wrong. Um, Amazing. This, gave me hope. this is from the 1993 uh, British animated adventure comp- comedy called We're Back, a dinosaur's story. I've never heard of this. I have. I have seen this movie several times. Have you really? We're yes. It was about dinosaurs. I was a dinosaur kid growing up. I watched this movie all the time. Oh, I was it's a trained a kid. So, yep. Everybody got their thing. It's yeah. it's it's out there. It's a oh, weird. I do know this movie. Yep, I do know this. What, what I'm yeah. sorry, can we get the title again? It's called We're Back, a dinosaur story. I, so I absolutely know that. I remember the animation very vividly. So if I can give you the theme huh. of this particular movie, Jay like, Leno's the, in this movie. Anyway, continue, please. Is. So this movie is essentially some magical being. Maybe an allegory for God. We don't know. (laughs) Snatches like basically (laughs) is all about going around the world and granting children their wishes. So he's a big like he's a good magic type dude. And then on the other end of it. So he basically pulls these dinosaurs out of the Cretaceous and says, hey, the number one wish I get is for kids to be able to see real dinosaurs. And so he makes them like friendly and he puts them in New York. He's like, you're going to make everybody's dream come true. Well, the dinosaurs fall in love with what I can only describe as a street rat style kid. You know, the kid parents work a lot. Always. They were present in nineties animation all over. Oh yeah. Anyway, the street rat kids want to go and like run away and join the circus because they're not happy at home. Well, the dinosaurs love them. So they go with them. Well, the, circus is run by evil magic guy that's oh, all God. about fear so it's fear yeah. versus dreams and it's that's basically the synopsis john goodman yeah renee levant joey shea jay leno martin short raya perlman yeah charles fisher w- walter cronkite walter cronkite huh. that's very interesting i remember the mm-hmm. i remember the animation i did <laughs> not remember the plot so it's, that is that's interesting it's 71 minutes so if you need a way to kill an hour and 10 minutes on I an afternoon with your kids, Brian or Marcus, if you need a way to kill I an mean, hour and 10 minutes, it's was that around the bad. same time as the brave little toaster? Cause I feel like yes. that's yes. the same similar it was right around style. that time frame. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, I, I mean, I, I love anything that's not Disney animation because it's it you know it's you like they have to work harder to break mm-hmm. through all the noise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, it, I mean, it makes sense. I haven't heard of it. This voice cast though is like. Yeah, I I've never really seen anything like this. Julia Child is a voice in this, like uh-huh. prolific. Wow, yeah, like, sh- chef extraordinaire. Okay, this yeah. is man. She play, you know who she plays? She no. plays the curator of the science museum. That's like I'm um, jacked to have real dinosaurs. Sure, show up. sure. Um, yeah, this the, yeah this feels like it came out with like Fievel goes west. Yes, Fern, yeah. Dolly. It Come wasn't like that era of animation it was an amblin entertainment it was Ooh. an amblin entertainment so it this movie is billed as steven spielberg presents yep so that makes sense it was one of those it is rated g so pre-dreamworks it was right, indeed cool. yeah there you go that's uh that's we're back good pull good pull that's that a is good a good pull. pull yeah i like that yeah uh, well, this week on Films of Black and White, we are doing a news roundup, uh, and so I am going to kick it on over to Brian Roush to give us hey, his first piece of news. Brian, what you got? Brian? Hey, everybody. So, my piece of news, uh, and uh, I, I feel like this is a good point before I get into this to contextualize it. We're doing news a different way than we've done it yeah. in the past. Uh, so, if you tuned in for our last news episode, we changed the format we're going to continue with that format. So we're all just picking a piece of news that like really resonates with us mm-hmm. and then talking about that. Uh, so essentially uh, my piece comes from deadline and they uh, basically they talked with Dexter Fletcher, who is the director for ghosted uh, on Apple. I watched it. We didn't watch it for the pod. Um, we didn't not. review it or anything. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, and, uh, one of the things with it though, was that in the interview, they talked about how, uh, essentially Fletcher wanted to make this really long, I'm going to paraphrase this. We'll link this in the episode description, but basically they wanted to do an homage to a Goldie Hawn film, uh, foul play in which, uh, there's this long drive through the mountains and there's this conversation and he was trying to recreate that with Anna de Armas and, uh, Essentially, when he showed Apple this cut of the movie, uh, he, you know, he goes, I think it's great. It's a three minute opening sequence. And then, quote, he says, they said you can't do it because if it's the opening, if the opening sequence goes on and something doesn't happen in the first 30 seconds, we know from our data uh, that people will just turn it off. Um, And so that's the end quote. And he goes, I didn't want that. So. I changed my movie. Uh, I bring this up as a, a piece of news because we have championed here a lot, a long time for releasing movies, both on streaming and in theaters and just like also just going direct to streaming. And this made me pause because it's like, man, you have all epiphany. The- I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to totally 180 my opinion here, but it's kind of depressing that you have this filmmaker, this, oh, you know, like this, this creative mind who's like, hey, I have this idea. And then you have all these suits coming. They're like, okay, so like real talk, the data, you got to have something explode in 30 seconds or no one's going to watch your movie. And I just feel like for streaming audiences, like that can't be the case for everybody. Obviously, it's what it's what the data shows them. And I worry, I do worry that when we have films and they're made for streaming, they're going to be made for all of these metrics in mind. And I feel like uh-huh. we're on the, we have this potential to be like, oh, that's a streaming movie. It's totally made to like keep you watching regardless of the quality of it, right? Like yeah. you'll have the tropes, but is it, 
good. Now for yeah. Ghosted, I enjoyed that movie on its own as a genuine film. I, I liked it. They reversed the roles of like the spy and the damsel in distress. Chris Evans plays a great damsel in distress. Anna Ooh. de Armas plays a great spy. And that's that's where that's where I'll stop talking for now. So that was the piece of news I wanted to bring here today. Ah, yeah. I mean, this feels very like six million dollar man, right? Like we can do this. We have the technology and it's like, hold on. Uh, You've been so busy wondering whether or not (laughs) you could. You never stop to ask if you should. Like you, you don't need to build a movie with data in mind. Like you can just make something fun. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that, Brian. Um, yeah, I feel like we're on the cusp of AI just writing the scripts at this you point. Are very close. Because I, I, mean, I yeah. uh, it just it just it's it's taken away from the creativity of finding something like there is still joy in finding something new. It may not appease yeah. to the masses, but what about the ones that like those movies that slip through the crack? It finds a niche audience. That niche audience then ups it on TikTok and socials and tells everybody. Right. Then the people who thought they weren't interested go back and find this yeah. really good movie. Then everybody catches it more so on the back end and not the premiere. Right. Like we take away those moments to enjoy cinema. So that's the, the scary well, and part. I, and I feel like the other side of it is, I mean, like that's what happened with like Wendell and Wild. Like remember that? Like it came out on yes. Netflix. It was a sort of like a mm-hmm. Coraline style animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. We didn't really. We talked a little bit about it, but then like I watched it and I was like, oh, this is weird. Like mm-hmm. this is. <laughs> I saw a lot of clips again on social. Saw a lot of clips and went out and checked it out for myself. So I do feel like there's absolute some validity to that statement, Marcus. Well, sure. there's also the the idea of of like, okay, if you do have a scene that starts that way, the the original right. the way original opening. Do what Jurassic Park did. Do what everybody else did. You upload that starting that first five minute sequence Ooh, on social, so everybody sees it ahead of time, and they kind of get like this. You use it as your, you know, your bait, and you, you let people already know, like, oh, I remember seeing this on socials. I'm interested to see what happens next. Like, build some type of like you rely so much on data. The data gonna show you all types of shit, and then the data could also flip the next time another form of yeah. interest comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that, Marcus. I think that's such a good, that is such a good observation. And just, I think the other thing that's important here is like, I don't think it's going to go away. Mm -hmm. I don't think like, we're still going to get movies just made for streaming platforms. I just, I think one of the things that I realize is like, man, that's kind of the reason that some of these only made for streaming shows feel like just a little off. And I'm not saying all streaming shows, some shows are absolute Uh bangers on streaming services, and most times it's because like the creator or the visionary like creatives behind it had yeah. no interference. Most like yeah. Sandman comes to mind. And that was on Netflix. And that's what oh, we yeah. pick on. But like there's a reason like a lot of people feel like Netflix streaming movies or Netflix original shows are a dime a dozen because they all have this weird algorithmic flavor to them of like we gotta keep them hooked gotta keep them hooked gotta Mm -hmm. the metrics keep saying if we don't do something in five minutes they're not they're not gonna come back um so yeah anyway there's like a doctoral thesis here that certainly i can't write yeah but anyway i i were i i wonder how that's gonna affect movies in the streaming universe in the future can i add another layer to this brian Please. So I, my pieces of my news come directly from CinemaCon, which took place in Las Vegas this last week. And one of the things that they talked about was people who were exhibiting their movies and what they had coming up and their slate and their trailers and stuff like that talked about 
um, was streaming. And yep. there have now been some changes. Both at Amazon and Apple have decided to push some of their movies that were exclusively going to come out on their streaming platform first to a full theatrical release. Of course. And Netflix is included. So um, of one of them is Martin Scorsese. He's in the news again. Uh, <laughs> but Killers of the Flower Moon will go yes. out to all theaters before it goes to, goes to Netflix. Wow. And so some of them are starting to change their direction a little bit. And several folks, uh, David Zaslav and others, yep. um, Paramount Fucking Pictures Jesus. chair, Brian Robbins, they all said, we got to figure out this balance or otherwise we are all going to go broke because we, yep. it's, it's a fine, it, they're coming at it from the financial angle, but I think the creativity element will benefit from that financial push. I think, uh oh, is it possible and I don't know. I'll play devil's advocate here for a little bit. Is it possible that the at-home streaming option to be here at home um, is oversaturated? Yes. Like people feel like there is no experience at home. And because I can watch this whenever I want to, I then got to a point where I kept pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. And I never got back to it. And because I never got back to it, uh, I'm kind of losing my streaming because I got other shit I need to watch or it's basketball season. And now I'm locked yep. into to the playoffs and it's Super Bowl time and it's draft season. And I just never got to those shows. Like, is it yeah. possible that we were overly comfortable and the field got overly saturated at home yeah. streaming wise? I, I think, think very possible. I, I think we have to talk about 2020 and like, and COVID a little right. bit because right, yep. Everybody leaned into that in 2020. It was like, well, oh, it yeah. has to be streaming, right? It mm -hmm. has to be streaming for the foreseeable future. And I think that's exactly what happened, Marcus. I feel like it was this gold rush type thing of like, we got to mm -hmm. get there first or we got to get our thing out there. And we're at a point now where it's like, it, 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 it is too much. It was already too much before, mm -hmm. but it is too much now. And and I'm, I am a, I, I'm guilty of this too. I've been meaning to watch All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix, which has won an Oscar, but I mm -hmm. haven't got around to it. Cause I'm like, oh, it's on Netflix. I'll get to it whenever I'm going to watch ghosted. Cause it mm -hmm. seems silly. Or I'm going to watch scream six. Cause you know, I'm in, you know, it. I'm in the mood for a scary movie or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I do think it's just this abundance of choice that <clears throat> is absolutely playing a factor into it. Well, it's like Disney, like Disney had to make the decision, right? Quality over quantity. We tried to bombard y'all yeah. asses with streaming and get you to sit down. But the reality is, do we have enough time as human beings to sit down and watch <laughs> 15,000 shows? I mean, I yeah. think the, I think the other element of it is it's like not even I mean, time is certainly a factor. I think it's decision fatigue. Mm. You know, when we were 2020, yes. when we point. were in when we were in 2020, we didn't need to make. Like what some of those basic decisions, what route am I going to take to work? What am I going to have for lunch? Like we just, those were taken away because they just <laughs> yeah. weren't an element anymore. And now that we're back in the world, we have to make so many decisions every single day. And yeah. because we've lost out, there's this increased pressure to go out and do more and engage in things that were gone because we kind of have this mm. sense of sentimentality to it of like, well, that wasn't there. Yeah, you know, I want to make sure I take full advantage of everything I have. So by the time we sit down in front of our televisions to stream something, we're gone with decision fatigue. And there are so yeah. many choices. The mm. actual like notion of making another one 
literally exhausts us to the point of, and even for myself, where I'll just watch It's Always Sunny again because I know I like it and I don't want to make a choice. I was, right. yeah. I was just about to say, I'm re-watching Breaking Bad right now. And, yep. and it's not a new show. It is, it is a show. Like, I have already watched it. Did better? Did me finishing some episodes of Better Call Saul play into it? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. However, it's also the same thing of like, I'm going to watch all of Breaking Bad. I know what I'm watching for the next at least month and a half. I don't have to worry yep. about it. I, like, I watched I watched Blade. I'm, I'm not even lying yeah. to you. I'm not even lying. I watched Blade three times last week because <laughs> it was so easy to watch and it's such yeah. a well, well one it's just a really well done movie it it's, is um, very good start to finish completely well done yes right? it is um but it was also it was something kind of i guess going into power rangers and kind of subliminally why I, I subconsciously why i don't like series probably is this idea of starting something new and there's so much newness to start yep um i do think though you have to strike the balance because you can't go all the way back to what it right. used to be where tell no. me what I want to see by telling me it's the number one movie in the box office and I'll go see it. Like mm-hmm. there was excitement around that. It used to be a lot of excitement. Like, Oh, it's Friday. Yeah. This movie yep. has hit. It's kind of the same thing with music. I love music. I'm a big music guy. When, when, when new music drops on Friday, there's so much new shit. I don't know what I want to yes. listen to. I will immediately go back to J Cole or an album. I already know. You should see. I mean, that's all I, my Spotify is. That yeah. I, I have, I have hearts all over the fucking place on that because I'm again, like I know what type of hip hop I like. Yes, so right. they're just Very gonna specific. keep giving me that, which yeah. is fine. And there's a moment where, like, right before I click on, no judgments. I right before I listen to Kevin Gates for like the 80th time yeah, in my right. morning, right. I go, I should try something new. I don't know what I'd listen to. Not like, now. Like, I. Like, yep. not, not even a now. second choice. Like, yep. not now. Don't I, get this close to texting. I am this close to texting Brian and Marcus. Be like, what are you guys listening to? Like, yeah. just to try to change well, it the you, fuck you up. You do know they they you know you know they have that feature on Spotify. Like, you can watch what your friends Look, are listening man, to in real time. I have not paid for Spotify for so much of my life. I'm like catching up. I'm like yeah, a baby yeah, yeah. bird out of the yeah, nest man, for the first time. I Good, yeah. worth well worth the payment. Honestly. We could do a whole episode about this. Spotify Premium is like the 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 premium service that is like this is this is how you do premium services. If you had, if really you true. had Apple, move the fuck on from Apple and just get Spotify Premium. Like you get everything You'll you need. Us. Yeah, it's everything in one. Not Apple Podcasts and Apple Music and the iTunes. Like it's one everything you need in one stop yeah. shop. And, and they, they start adding Spotify. Hear me out. If you motherfuckers. <laughs> started adding <laughs> music videos like a music like an actual full-length music video like mm. tab Ooh. for the mm-hmm. new songs that drop mm-hmm. and an artist can immediately drop a full-length music mm-hmm. videos you will keep mm-hmm. people on your app if fucking mm-hmm. drake drops a song tomorrow and drops yes. a music video on spotify exclusively you at yes. least have two to three minutes of a person in your app like yes. and you could just makes it, the most sense yeah buy vimeo I, and do that like just buy them out. Like it's easy I mean, to absorb them. Honestly, I would be all about that. Like have a tab oh, yeah. where it's all video content, and I, I'm in there like swimwear. I, can wa- I, I mean, find all the songs I want. I make a playlist of music videos, 
and I just hit play and they automatically scroll through and you play it. <laughs> you know what? My mom would love that, by the way. She loved the VH1 <laughs> countdown. Yeah. They took it away. And she's like, I don't understand. And I'm like, well, it's because like YouTube and stuff. And for a while, I made her like the top 10 You're songs in a, a YouTube son, playlist. Bro. And yes, I would yeah. send it you to her. And like, I, well, I mean, like, I, to me, it was easy. But like for other folks who that's are true. as familiar, yeah, that's, that's a true. foreign concept. But like. Having the top 10 videos, like or you already have an AI DJ, you can just do it. Or podcast. What yeah. if we were able to upload the full length video of our podcast <laughs> to Spotify at the same time we done yeah. put the audio on there? Yeah. They actually um, rolled that feature at. Oh, did they? Uh, with, did a they really? with, with a competitor that we left. So that's oh. <laughs> that's 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 uh that's Wizard of Oz behind the curtain stuff. So yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, to your point though about CinemaCon and like stuff, I think the other thing we need to talk about though is and, and I won't stay on this long, but a lot of people, right? They're like, everything's a reboot or a remake or a re yeah. a, a reboot quill or whatever. And it's like it is because nobody has time to like they're they're are willing to explore new stuff. So of course they're gonna keep making fast and furious movies because that's that's all you have time to make a decision for because if you see if you open up the thing and it's like i can watch vin diesel drive a car off of a building again or i don't know here's margot robbie but she's like covered in flowers underwater ah, it's new i don't know about that i'm gonna watch vin diesel jump the car off the building like that's oh, i didn't know that I, yeah. I and i saw a tweet that was i think it's the same thing with transformers i i think that uh -huh. You know, somebody was like, I will watch 10 Transformers movies because that shit is so simple. The plot is so simple. Oh, These motherfuckers transform. Bare bones. Yeah. What truck They're does this look like? They're literally robots in disguise. Like, that's I want to see what they turn into. Do you, uh, that's do you have And you have humans run around and they they look surprised or in awe. And then they you, you just yell the money yeah. line and then yeah. you're good. You're on your way. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Haley Steinfeld did it the best. She's Shia right. LaBeouf, we love you. But Haley Steinfeld, you, you did it the best. That's true. She's so very, funny. very true. Hmm. Uh, she also hit a billion streams on Spotify. I had no idea she was an artist. Did she really? I, I didn't know she was idea. an artist yeah. either. A billion or a million, but it was a lot. And I was like, God damn. Oh, damn. Well, look at her. Good no, I believe her. she's in the billions Good club. for her. Getting after it. Um, Marcus, you... <laughs> Girl boss. I don't know. That was the energy you were giving me, Doug. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. God damn. Oh, nobody now heard what I said. Now I'm running through all those cliched taglines. Like, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Marcus, right. your huh? news for this week. What do you have for us? Oh, sir? I can't wait. Okay. So I am here as Woo. a movie podcaster, okay? As a okay. fan of movies, as okay. a fan of comic books. You're in, you're and I think that Marcus, my middle name should have been oversaturated Destin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I oversaturation to me, there is a line between oversaturation and annoyed, and I am annoyed. Okay. Okay. My piece right. of news is from Daniel RPK. There has been an abundance of like rumors surrounding the fantastic forecasting. Okay. And sorry, I got to write down this timestamp. Um, <laughs> there's an abundance of rumors around the, like the casting of fantastic four. They had everything from Antonio Banderas. Oh my God. Is being offered the role of Galactus <laughs> to this is the current <laughs> casting of the fantastic Who? four. So that's Adam. Go ahead. Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic. They said that he's been offered the role. Margot Robbie as Sue Storm. And then you, I, I'm not sure, Paul, 
his name is Paul Mescal. Yeah, I don't know yes. him. He's in the Gladiator either, Two but... role. Like he'll be in Gladiator Two as the lead right. role. I don't know what he's from, but apparently everybody. He's got a popular face that everybody likes. And then it was also rumored that Mila Kunis was supposed to be playing The there Thing or Sue Storm. So here's, huh. what I'm, here's what I'm here to say. Can we stop it with the bullshit rumors and leaks? Can we at least have some decorum in our journalism, even if it is leaking, uh, to agree. not leak a bunch of bullshit? I because, agree. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between John Krasinski being fan-casted and then yeah, somebody just true. lying and making up a bullshit rumor altogether. Yeah. Cause if this is uh, if this is true, I like Margot Robbie. I like Adam Driver. I I, do I, I don't know Paul, but he's got a human torch kind of face to him. And and <laughs> but like Mila Kunis as the thing, what did in what world does that make sense? I I like man. I don't want to tell anybody that you can't have a female version of the that's thing. not even what that and that, that ain't is, even what that, I'm saying. But that's that's not even that's not even I don't even want to touch that because it's just such a non-issue. I'll touch it. This is what I'm saying. I'm all I'm a fan for the gender swap. Go ahead, gender swap the characters out. Shit. Race that's swap fine. the character. If it makes swap if me, it, baby. If it makes sense to the character. Hmm? <laughs> Brian confused yeah. both of us. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Stop me like, dead in my tracks. Okay, all right, doing? Brian. All what right. I see why Brian got three kids. He's very smooth. That was slick. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Next slick. You know, you're so, swapping so, it. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're swapping it. Ugh. Okay. So it's not even about the gender swapping, right? I'm a fan of yeah. the gender swap, the race yeah. swap, if it makes yeah. sense to a story. Now, don't do that shit just to do it for the look, because that's called um, um, pandering. It, pandering. It, it's exactly called, it's performative and pandering. Now, yep. what I am saying is, let's at least have some common sense on <laughs> casting and what rumors we decide to put out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's you got to have do some research at least or at least don't you hear something and then you run with it because the Internet is too big now. It used to be if you heard a rumor like it was because you heard it from somebody because the Internet was not just this open field of information. It was like you heard it from actual reporters or somebody who had an ins like an inside scoop. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and I also feel like I think the thing that's so weird to me about all the Fantastic Four stuff is that. It feels like it's coming from two dudes. Uh, it feels like it's coming from Jeff Schneider, who yep. is on. A, he's on the Hot Mike podcast a lot, I think. And Jeez. then uh, let's see here. I want to get this right. Daniel Richman. Yeah. Daniel who Richman. who RPK. does he does have scoops and stuff like that. But what's weird to me is like it's just these two guys. And I'm not saying that they're not reporting accurately. I just think it's weird. Um, it's only coming from these two sources. And then to add a, like a total monkey wrench into it, Mila Kunis on another interview, I think I, I can't yep. remember who it was with. I have I it. it was I have it. I have it right here, Brian. Go ahead. What, what were the yeah. details there? She was on the lead show, late, late show with James Corden. And Corden directly asked her and said, like, what's this? Like, are you playing Sue Storm? Like, rumors are you're having, like, you're going to be in the next Fantastic Four. And she literally was like, 
I am not in the Fantastic Four. Like, I'm not in it. And she I, said, apparently, if you go to lunch with somebody that is also in the industry, then you you then start working together, according to the internet. We went out for Delhi and had lunch together. And now, somehow, I'm in the Fantastic Four. And I, then after that, she goes, but I know who is, and I don't want to get in trouble with Disney. See, so Shackman told yeah, her, like, everything. But, yeah. yeah. There you go. I, it, and I think that's the thing that like drives the monkey wrench into this is like, oh, yeah. clearly there is info out there. I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I'm taking a lot of it with a grain of salt. And like, I think that the the Mila Kunis stuff put me over the edge of like, I don't think anybody knows what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think anybody. I Here's the thing with Margot Robbie. That's this is like what tips my hand a little <laughs> bit is like. I feel like she's still pretty committed to DC. Absolutely. I still feel like if they brought her back for Harley Quinn, she would do it because she's talked about how she likes Harley Quinn. However, there are no long-term plans for her. So if Marvel and DC can share nicely, sure. But there has to be a non-compete in her contract or something, or maybe she's just that big that it doesn't matter. So I guess I would be curious uh, about that if this does come to pass. What about? Zoe Zaldana, because she would be the she wow. played she played Gamora, but then she yeah. was also in DC. What did she play in DC? It was something. Maybe it's not I DC. Know, yeah. I don't. Somebody know played. I mean, she two, was Avatar. Split two roles. Yeah, Avatar. Maybe that was Avatar. I thought she played something in in uh, in DC too as well. But there was somebody who had played double roles. The last time I've seen somebody play a double role was. Here's the first time I thought it was illegal to play a double role when it was. <laughs> is was it Chris Pine who played Cyclops? Oh, James Marsden. James Mar. Five dollar haircut. James, Mar- <laughs> haircut. <laughs> James Marsden when he was in X Men, they killed him. Uh, the rumor was they killed yes. him off in X Men because he went to Superman to play DC. Yes, and I was like, oh, so it's illegal to play both. Like you I mean, can't do that at all. You'll die. Yeah, your character will like, die. I mean, you. technically, so Zoe Saldana. Saldana you're right, Marcus. She was in oh. The Losers, which ah, is that's a DC what it was. property. That's what it, it was. wasn't connected to any universe, but it was Not a DC property. Either. And then she got Gamora years down the line. And now that's there's rumors she's yeah. going to join James Gunn now in the DC universe now. So, hmm. yeah. yeah. There's only Indeed. one there's only one rumor that has come out about Fantastic Four that I've given any credence to, and that's who the villain is. And <laughs> Not Galactus, right? It's... And the and the villain is Terax the Tamer. I believe a, that. Who is a herald of Galactus? Because yeah, in my mind, the reason why I believe that, I was like, oh well, that makes sense. You can't do Silver Surfer because they already did it. So right. that makes a ton of sense because he's another herald, which would be how you would and put it in there. So sold. That made a ton of yep. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's but a villain Antonio you don't know. Antonio yes. Banderas is Galactus. What yeah, I mean, that's, that's I, interesting. I could get into it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I like it better. I, I, I like it better. I like that better than Liam Neeson. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> where Liam Neeson, where Galactus yes. is just saying the N word all day. Very particular. <laughs> At least Antonio Banderas would be so smooth. Like, yeah. uh, imagine a Latinx, uh, uh, a Latinx point. Galactus. Like, I do know you yeah. do need a good voice for Galactus. Yes. I would like Antonio Banderas maybe as Doctor Doom. Like, that would be that would intrigue. Ooh, he plays a really good shit. villain. Ooh, I, like, I would. I love want that, that now. I want now that the age now. difference between Reed and but if you put Adam Driver on the screen with Antonio Banderas as Doctor Doom. 
Now I might be on I might be on board for that. Yeah, that that. that, that switches the tone of Marvel altogether. Like that's some serious acting chops. Hey, man, I I, yeah, there's something happening here. I think I think Marvel knows that the Fantastic Four is being watched by a lot of fans and and a lot like people know this is going to be one of the corner pieces or at least that's how people feel like it will Mm. be. And I'm wondering if they're just like flood it just like tell everybody everything adam driver's interested and like antonio banderas is interested like just flood the field and throw him off the trail i i yeah marco robbie one is such an out of left field one and i do want to make a point here i think marco robbie would crush this i think she'd be a great sue storm and i I trust marvel too i don't i feel like make sue not as she was in the early comics where it was just like i'm sue storm Here's a force field. And you mean, you mean like... only concerned with what Reed Richards is feeling, yeah. thinking, or doing? Exactly. Yes. You mean exactly. you mean she okay. might actually have some agency in her life? <laughs> okay, early, that's exactly early... why I thought she wouldn't do good. Because like... early Fantastic Four is like, Reed's like, I got to go work in the lab. And somebody's yeah. like, well, I have a question. And, and she'll be like, no, don't. He's working in the lab. It's that's really true. hard yeah, for him to be so smart. Like, and you're like, it's, what? It's really hard for him to be and so it... smart. <laughs> It gets better. It does get better because yeah. I feel like the fantastic Fantastic Four gets so weird. Like in the comics, you guys, like it it's does. weird right now. I'm reading it, it now, and there's a, a so run of weird. Fantastic Four that's weird right now. It's weird. <laughs> that's why you can't bring that in right now during King Dynasty no. because it's too much shit going on. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I, I'd be excited for Margot Robbie, Adam Driver. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. About how that do you care? How do you fucking character act Reed Richards? Like, what's he going to do? Like strap himself to a rack and like try to stretch it out and be like, now I really get it. Like what, what is he trying to do here? <laughs> I mean, I'll go ahead. No, go ahead. I, Adam driver's a good actor. Uh, I recently oh, yeah. watched him in this is where I leave you. And he played this like very, uh, chipper bumbling guy who didn't know what he was doing with his life, but like very charismatic. And, and that's very far cry from Kylo Ren or any of the other things that he's done. So I can absolutely More. see him being like, I'm a mad scientist for good. I could More. see him doing that. So he could be a brooding, like, mm-hmm. he, okay, hear me uh-huh. out. Read this version of Reed with Adam Driver would be the Reed that we see in the Illuminati. Like he yes. is very yeah. much so be. serious that he's oblivious. Like he's so focused and locked in and so <laughs> not goofy, but he's down. Like he's so like here and that's, he's like locked the fuck in. To be honest with you, that's I probably mean, why that's probably why Adam Driver and Margot Robbie wouldn't necessarily work like screen time wise is because like. Reed Richards, it's in the comic books right now. That's a run that they're doing. I don't have it right next to me, but like they are very much like partners. Like they yeah. work together, which is different from Fantastic Four. It's usually Reed's lamenting because he's ignored Sue for such a long time and he's right. feeling very like remorseful for the choices. Or it's Adam Driver and Sue is sort of like a background. So I think if we're thinking about presenting them as a team and more of a I'm going to say a more modern approach comic book wise to their iteration. You need folks who are going to do this cohesively. So I'm not sure an Adam and Adam being brooding Illuminati and Margo being like, no, you're going to take me seriously too. That would either create a ton of strife on camera that would play out really, really well, 
or it would miss and blow up gloriously. Oh, wait, I want to say one more thing to add to your point, because I think that that's a good perspective to have. But you know what I think when I think of Margot Robbie and Adam Driver in this role? Was I that? think more of Star Trek, like Spock and um, oh, Zoe Zaldana. Like, Ahura. that's what I mean. Yeah, by, uh, yeah, yeah. thank you. Like, yeah. that's what I mean by Spock was very much like, he's not all serious. He has his moments and these joking moments where it's kind of like, yeah. imagine uh, Zachary Quintino. Zachary Quinto, 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 uh, Picante sauce. Imagine Zachary Picante sauce as like Reed Richards. You know what I mean? Ooh, and yeah, but but it's Adam yeah. Driver. And then imagine like Margot Robbie. She's very confident and sexy. Like we know that that's Margot Robbie, right? Like emphasis yeah. on the confident and sexy. So like if you know that Disney is not going to make this woman led the only uh-uh. woman in the fantastic yeah. four, a background story. So you got to have somebody no. who can bring suit to life. Yep. Yeah. I, and I agree. Margot, Margot Robbie can do that. The other mm-hmm. thing I want to say, I absolutely believe Adam driver could play Mr. Fantastic that when the Illuminati meets and they're all like, what are we going to do about Hulk? He's, he's a menace. I a hundred percent would believe a line of him being dead serious, being like, we send him to space. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely would yep. buy that. So maybe, maybe I just talked myself he's, into Adam Driver as Mister Fantastic. Soulless, yeah. Like, send read, him, like send imagine a read that is logical and not empathetic. <laughs> oh, that is Adam Driver shit. through and through. Yep. For, and for and for for comic fans that are maybe newer to the scene, they do that. They do yeah. send the Hulk to space. They do do that as they a solution. That's how he has a whole kid. And Professor Xavier also signed off on this, by the way. Like, it wasn't just did. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, like Doctor Strange, Black all the Panther, people you would think. Mr. Fantastic, Iron <laughs> Man. And when that motherfucker Professor came back, X. boy, when he Hulk came, came back, he came for all of them. <laughs> I'm honestly, I I am honestly surprised they didn't make World War Hulk an Avengers level movie down the oh line. I'm very surprised. World War Hulk only because they be an awesome they, movie. They didn't have the rights. Now they they'll get the right. rights to Hulk with Universal like in twenty in the next two years or so, God, which is yeah, why I think movie. they introduced the son in She Hulk so that they right. give some time to Man. let it breathe and. They'll do it. It's you so about to get a funny. shit ton of Hulks in this next Captain American movie. Oh so. my gosh! Uh, Everybody and yeah. their mother's a Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That I appreciate that. You're right, Marcus. I get tired of every single like rumor. Oh, yeah, casting yeah. rumor. Like it's just exhausting to keep up with. So I appreciate the sentiment. Um, welcome. Yeah, really to the <laughs> max. Um, gentlemen, I want to talk about. I want to keep talking about. Yeah. I want to keep talking about Margot Robbie. Oh, uh, me too. <laughs> Shit, let's do it. Fuck the sure. rest of this podcast. Let's get to my it. Arm. But Hell for yeah. a very different. I'm down reason. with the swirl. I think she might be too. Um, I, gentlemen, <laughs> I... <laughs> it's Brian's side. I... Brian is just looking at it's me like, best. sir. It's the best. <laughs> Stay sign up for the Patreon exclusively for the Roush side eye. Exclusive. Um, Sir, go ahead. Y'all, we at CinemaCon this weekend, we got previews of uh, many movies that are coming out. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, And one of them is uh, Margot Robbie's Barbie, directed by Greta Gerwig. hell yes. And this is my piece of news to Mm. say, I don't care. And I need someone to tell me why I should care about Barbie because there is nothing that they can show me that's like, yeah, sign me the fuck up. 
like so when mm-hmm. people are like people are like hey it's kind of like enchanted but it's like a doll there's a part of me that's like yeah i don't, I don't care i don't know if i want to see that like someone help me understand i disagree so, this uh, is, yeah i'm also I ready to take up the case that, this is the, the you know what Marcus, you asked for movie hot takes. Yeah, for sure. Here's my movie hot takes. Oh, fuck. I don't give a fuck about Barbie. I don't care. Like, there's no part of me that thinks that it looks enticing or that's something I want to see. I Mm -hmm. realize that that's controversial. I'm not saying it shouldn't get made. I'm not sure saying that people shouldn't go out and enjoy it if it's their bag. I'm saying for me, Doug Wagner, a human being on planet Earth, not jacked and not interested. Okay, wait a minute. Now, don't make me take your side because I also am a fan. Here's what I'm a fan of lately. You ain't got to like everything. Everything yeah. ain't for everybody. True. So, like, if to that point, I say, I'm not here to convince you, yeah, but convince me. that's what I want. <laughs> I feel like I know you. Yes. Oh. And I feel like I know the part yeah, that do. would interest you and pique your interest enough to watch. Okay, what's that part, Brian? What Brian? Are you are you on the same pages? Like, what Uh-oh. are you thinking before I yes. before I say something? Yeah, uh, as uh, I've changed my handle to Barbie Lawyer because I'm here to, do that. <laughs> and I I represent the the idea of what I think this movie is gonna be. Get his ass, uh, the Patty <laughs> Roman Myers, uh, one of our Patreon fans, says sounds like Roman. the next Patty Family movie. Is gonna be Barbie. It's gonna be Barbie. Uh, look, here's here. Look, I can't. I don't. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, I do think it's important to note, though. It's from director Greta Gerwig. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Awesome. You're, you're. I mean, yeah. You're gonna know her from a whole lot of stuff. I mean, oh yeah. I'll uh, pull it up if you want to keep. Li- li- if you want to keep litigating this, Brian, I'll look up her, <laughs> her history. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna know her from Lady Bird. You're gonna know her from Little mm. Women. Uh, and she's this up and coming. Uh, she she has a very unique outlook and knows how to center stories about women which i think is really important yeah i think her take on barbie is is going to be akin to mashing up like the vibe of the lego movie like the second half of the lego movie um and then you're you're gonna have this uh kind of toy story-esque kind of wonder of like how they do that or wow that looks really good i think that's i think that's what we're gonna be going for here i think I think it's going to be a larger message. Uh, at least I hope it is. Those, these are the vibes that I'm getting. And I think it is going to be something that you like based on just like, it's not going to just be like, hi, I'm Barbie. And we're going to go around and do Barbie things. I think, I think we're going to see like the lead character Barbie. Cause, and I say that cause like everybody else is referred to as Barbie, which mm-hmm. gets really confusing. I'll just say Margot Robbie here. Um, yeah. I think, I think she's going to go, on a journey here and maybe realize it's not being a Barbie. Isn't maybe it isn't one thing or that all of these ideas that we have of like beauty and standards are, are maybe different. That's, that is my prediction. That's my sealed envelope prediction for this movie. I also know that you're not like super into musicals and I know there are musical elements in this movie. True. Dua Lipa has a song in this movie, which like puts yeah. it immediately in the must see category for me and for Doug. That's like a must not see. Uh, oh, I know it's, you have feelings oh, about music. Oh, it's 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 immediately a void. Like <laughs> it's she's a it's, mermaid. I don't know if that helps you, but that's what makes it novel. That's I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. My my closing argument here is 
I it is not it is not just the packaging. I think we're gonna go a layer deeper, and I and I feel like that type of parody and commentary is gonna be your thing. I could be totally wrong about this, but that's the vibe I get from it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. All right. <clears throat> Brian's a good lawyer. I'm the bad one. Here's the thing. Okay. Please speak to my partner. Okay. Doug Wagner. Yes, sir. You like meta shit, don't you? I mean, most answer yeah. the question. Answer yes, the question. I like, you like meta shit. Don't you? I like meta shit, right? You like movies that look like one thing but turn into the next, don't you? I like to be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The promotion for this movie has it been anything surprising to you? Has it given anything away about the script? Has anything you've heard about this movie screamed pink traditional nineteen nineties Barbie? I mean, the only thing that I can gather from watching the movie. No, is no, no. Not what you can get from the trailer. Mm-hmm. From what is presented to me into the trailer, yep. based on my interpretation, mm-hmm. is we are going to watch. Uh, yeah, we're going to take almost like a Toy Story-esque shrink down. And as an audience, I am going to observe these folks interacting with one another in their world. Okay. You like uh, diversified castings. I mean, how? I mean, I'm asking I, a question. I'm just asking the question. Yes, of course. All right, and you also like, um, you like castings that don't make sense. Is that correct? I'm always a big fan of castings that don't make sense that work out. That work out. Thank you for that. For that. Wow. Wagner, wow. We have just, Conjecture. We have just. We just checked every box of things that you're interested in by Barbie. Okay. If you think that Barbie movie. <laughs> It's going to be about a blonde woman being this perfect figurine and this perfect Mm. figure after even Barbie the company has said, that's not what Barbie's about. Barbie looks like everybody. Everybody can be, anybody can be a Barbie. Anybody can be a Ken. If you think Margot Robbie is going to sign up for a role where she is a ditzy blonde doll and not getting anything else from the role, when people consider that her in real life, you are absolutely wrong. If you don't think that this is a movie about a meta, it's a meta um, storytelling technique to let everybody know that this handsome ass motherfucker, Ken, what, who's playing Ken? Uh, uh, I'll uh, get it. I'll get it. Uh, thank yeah, you. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I have the cast. I have the cast right here. Ryan Gosling, if you think that he's going to be, he's not going to be this ditzy ass Ken doll who doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. And Barbie's got to be the one to help him figure it out. And we're going to travel around and meet a bunch of different Kens and Barbies. Um, You are dead wrong. This is absolutely up your alley. And I think it's going to be a sleeper. I I agree. I agree. All right. All right. All right. You talked me into it. Um, What is this rated? Do we know? I'm pretty sure it's. PG-13? PG-13. I, I don't think they've rated it yet. Not not that I need it to be like I, I don't I don't need I don't need like <laughs> what happens if a boy picks up the Barbie? Like we don't right. need that movie. No, 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 That's no, a no, very no. different movie. Um yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm just I'm I'll that's back all up. I'm saying. I will back I'm, I'm just up saying off it. look, keep an open mind. And I, I don't think we've seen everything that this movie is gonna be. Look at this. After being expelled from Barbie Land. For being a less than perfect looking doll, Barbie sets off um, for the human world to find true happiness. 
a budget of a hundred million dollars and you think they're gonna squander that on some bullshit about being a barbie i don't think so do you think that did anybody tell her not that it's not a lot of help coming to the human world that that's it's maybe well, no, you don't, that's you don't want to be, I have a feeling no, that might be a story that's a, beat that's a different yeah. podcast I have, a feel, I have also a feeling that that might be a story beat yeah well i mean and that's the reason why it's like i just i i get i don't know maybe i get I'm it just, though yeah. it's okay not to and guess what I, you can watch this movie and also be like that was a waste of my time that's perfectly fine to say I what do i that. don't want us to get into and i'll be the one to say this as a solo representative of the podcast i don't want us to feel like we have to like everything that includes diversity or women-led yes. roles like there are some sometimes the execution is just not done well it's not about yeah. casting it's just maybe this thing wasn't executed yeah. and made for me in particular and i'm not the audience for this which is yes. fine because we yeah. as three men at different age ranges with families is probably the bar. They was not thinking of Doug, <laughs> Brian and Marcus when they put together. Well, the and I, I have to think like, and here's the thing that I will say, I think I, my own like personal identification plays a lot into that is that like, I grew up, it was a house with two boys. I was big into dinosaurs. My brother was into trains. Nobody was like, Hey, you know what I need in the house? I need, we're going to buy Barbies. That's just not something that like we played with. Cause we right. weren't interested. Mm -hmm. That is very much a world now with Harper. I've had to go into uh, because she is into it. Like, and oh, I so bet. I have to like get in there. And so, it's a very different space. So mm -hmm. I think that absolutely is a big part of it, but you're right. I mean, there's a lot, there are a lot of boxes that for me of this could be something I either am jacked as hell about or right. that I look at and I go, I did not care for that. <laughs> Which is also okay. Yeah. Yep. It means Brian and I just get to fight on the podcast. And, and me, good I, I'm going to be in there with you. Yeah. I true. mean, could be explosive. If I watch this shit and it wasted my time, I'm gonna be the first one complaining. I don't think it's true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> or we're gonna get into uh, the heights in the heights situation right. where I'm gonna be like, yeah, as long as Antonio Banderas, as long as Antonio Banderas is in it, we're fine. He's in uh, Fantastic uh, Four, not in the heights. Uh, damn Galactus it. in the heights. That is just Lin Manuel life. Miranda just running around. They dancing. could, they could, they could burn that theater to the ground. And that my fondest memory will be like, remember that time I confused? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. Remember that time I confused? Who who was it? Who was it? Was it? It's I a, couldn't even fucking tell you who it's it was. J Lo's ex husband, Derek yeah. Jeter. No, oh, oh, the other one. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Wait. Oh jeez. <laughs> Oh man, we love to have you on the pod. Perfect. Uh, oh man. god, okay. hang on here. Seriously, googling Jennifer Lopez husband. That's where I'm at right now. Not Chris Judd. Mark Anthony. Mark, Mark Anthony. <laughs> oh man. Doug, Yo. Doug Mystic. No, I can't even finish this. Sentence. Yo, I can't even finish this Mark sentence. Anthony can't catch a break. He's Antonio Banderas. He's Derek Jeter. <laughs> Derek Jeter. Just... Oh, man. Derek, <sighs> Jeter, Derek Jeter never got married. So that's also oh, my bad. Oh, man. Yeah, Somebody uh, call Mark Anthony. He is he okay? <laughs> call Derek Jeter because he hurting too because he is not in the husband care category at all. That's true. Oh, God. It's funny that the white man, Ben, uh, ben, <laughs> ben Affleck, is the one. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's oh, yes. Boy. Mark Anthony shows up on screen and and Marcus goes, "You know who that is?" It's like I sure fucking do. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Antonio, that was the whitest I've ever seen. Doug. That Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas or <sighs> Derek Jeter, depending on which other white person of this podcast you have. <laughs> Yo, that. <laughs> Both of y'all got the pick. <laughs> I, I, I was like out on a limb because it was like, no, he went. Your he level didn't. of confidence, Brian. I want Yo. that confidence injected into my DNA. Like Gary Jeter. Jeter. You and Dan are Man. so comp was so confident I, and wrong. It is the uh, funniest thing it, ever. I uh, we I will nothing. be bringing. I really we will be well, bringing a, re- a Hispanic representative, a Latinx representative, to the podcast. I think everybody. we kind of have to now, or otherwise we're in trouble. My friend Nivia, <laughs> she's gonna kill me. Oh, so, God. but yeah, that's, that's fine. Hilarious. That's fine. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, <laughs> any other pieces of news that you all would like to chat about today? How can I top that? No, I no. don't <laughs> think we can. I think that's this it. is a go out on a high note type that's of moment. <laughs> Thank you, Derek Jeter and Mark Anthony. And Antonio Banderas. Joining us today. Anyway, thank you for convincing me. The white man on top of gear. Oh, Jesus. All right. All uh, right. Uh, thank you all for, for convincing me on Barbie, as do I. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, gentlemen, anything that you all would like to plug for this week? This is just the bumper the Love Nerds wants. Hey, go check out <laughs> thelovenerds.com. Uh, they are not problematic, and you can find a ton of lifestyle ideas and recipes. And... From Antonio Banderas <laughs> to Derek Jeter, they've got it all. They just go, look, go check out the Love Nerds. Dot com for all of your lifestyle blog needs. Golly, oh, man, that is hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, Marcus, what do you Jesus have, sir? Christ. Follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. My two brethren on this podcast, you know, they got it wrong, but that's all right. They're not, they're, we're not offended by them getting it wrong. Hey. Um, they're going to be humble and getting um, it right. Yep. We're going to know who Marky Mark is. What's his name? Uh, Mark Wahlberg? What's, what? Mark, what's his name? Mark Anthony? What? Mark Anthony. Good lord. Oh, Mark, Mark Anthony. Anthony. Mark Marky Anthony. Mark. Maybe Mark Anthony is a forgettable person. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know what's happening. But anyway, follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. But go ahead, buy yourself some gear. Hit the link in our bio um, at the Noah08 underscore underscore. Sorry. Follow the mantra underscore underscore or Marcus J. Destin on all socials. Hit the link in the bio. Get yourself something nice. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, Mm. The only thing I have to plug for this particular podcast is this podcast. So if you enjoyed us uh, getting Latin singers wrong, uh, or if you just enjoy movies, uh, tell your friends uh, to listen to the show. But also if you're feeling extra special and you want to sign up for the Patreon and enjoy bonus episodes that we will do immediately following this um, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white to sign up for a tier there uh also you you got to hear it like well live for yeah. the people that are watching live but you got to hear it on the pod uh patreon subscriber roman myers yeah. already putting out there we gotta go see barbie whether doug yeah. likes it or not so that's true the decisions you, that's you true. can influence that's if you true. sign up for our patreon that's, that's very true. very true you that's can true. sign up for the patreon right now we'll drop a link 
You sign up for the Patreon right now, the $5 tier, I think. If you sign up for the $5 tier, you get to be a part of the bonus episode right Absolutely. now. Everybody else don't get it till like a month later. That's very true. That's very, very true. Um, Gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. I want the last uh, one. Brian, what is the first step? You can have it. Hey, folks. Read a book. Uh, that would have helped me tonight uh, because I would have read <laughs> about the people that we talked about, and I would have known... Who we were talking about in regards to In the Heights and what Mark <laughs> Anthony has done with his career. It's a movie how Brian he's different liked. than Derek Jeter, a mm. baseball player. So I can't recommend <laughs> reading a book enough so you don't shoot from the hip at your next social engagement and say, did you mean Anthony Antonio Banderas? And they'll say, no. And you'll say, okay, I'll read a book about Antonio Banderas. There you go. Yep, absolutely. Uh, our next key to success is wow. to, look, drink some water. Y'all, uh, spring has sprung, uh, and water doesn't just, rain doesn't just, April showers doesn't just bring flowers. Drinking and staying hydrated helps your body do you right, helps you stay full, helps you make sure you're hydrated for if you're doing any type of yard work or spring cleaning. So make sure you get your drink, drink your water, and treat yourself to some nice water every once in a while, uh, a vase a Fiji, you know, treat your body right and your body will treat you right. So That's drink okay. some water. And always, as always, make sure that you wash your ass. Okay. I'm listen, we're at the end of the podcast. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, hey, if you didn't listen to the end of the podcast, you're gonna miss this part. What if you're trying to get freaky all of a sudden spontaneously and you didn't wash your ass? Like, that's embarrassing. What if she's like, you know what? Pull over right now. What if your partner is like, you know what? Pull over right now. Let's do it right now. Let's be spontaneous. You didn't even wash your ass. You did not. That is a bad. What if you go on a first date and the entire date goes well and they are just like, you know what? I do want to give you consent and permission tonight to ravage my body. That's and true. you didn't even wash your ass. That is embarrassing. And you should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Okay. Wash your yeah. ass. Hop in the shower. Sometimes you need to take a whole bath. Hit the triangle. It's true. Armpit, armpit balls. Armpit, armpit balls. Hit the triangle. That's okay. Do what you got to do. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You're going to lick each other. Y'all going to lick each other. Taste like a car battery. Like you're going to taste like the tip of a battery. Like just wash your ass. <clears throat> yes, please. Please do that for you and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Wash your ass. Mm -hmm. Uh, we are going to hop over into the uh, Patreon exclusive bonus episode, um, but we'll be back next week to cover Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <clears throat> but in the meantime and in the between time, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will catch y'all next week. That's a fact. Ooh.